0: Hey y'all, it's your girl Samanji and welcome to another episode of Avocado and Honey, where we are becoming the best version of ourselves through self accountability and vulnerability. Go ahead and drink your water. Now let's grow together. If you haven't already, please be sure to check out the previous episode. I shared basically how 2021 is the year Uh, where we apply all the things that we learned in 2020 Um, also i shared like the possible backlash that can come from evolving and changing and growing and more so be sure to check out that previous episode if you like that episode or any episode of avocado and honey please be sure to like subscribe share that episode with a friend so for today i'm gonna go ahead and give y'all the tarot energy again because i did miss a week Um, Also, I'm going to give you all the feels that came with turning 30 as well as attachment styles. Um, Something that I just recently learned through a book I was put on through a friend. So I want to share what I learned with y'all and also the book information and all that fun stuff. But first, let's go ahead and start with the tarot energy so before i press record i went ahead and pulled two cards the first card that um, came out was the three of wands upright and the second card that came out it took a while to come out but when it did it jetted out the fucking deck (laughs) and that that card was the world card and that um, card was reversed so i'm going to go ahead and read the definition of these two cards via biddy tarot while the two of wands speaks of planning for the future from a place of safety and comfort The Three of Wands shows that your plans are now well underway and you are considering even more opportunities to expand your current strategy and maximize your ultimate potential. Everything is progressing steadily and as expected thanks to your solid preparation and ongoing drive. The Three of Wands signals that many chances available to you to broaden your horizons through study, travel, business, enterprise, and learning. You are becoming more aware of your opportunities that exists for you right now, and there are still more to come. To take advantage of this potential, you must stay committed to your path and be prepared to stretch beyond your comfort zone, knowing your best hopes lie outside of your current environment. It is time to think big. Consider what you can to open doors to more development and self-exploration. This card encourages you to dream bigger than your limitations. Accept your vision and become confident you will achieve it. The Three of Wands also brings your attention to the changes and challenges that lie ahead. Given the man in this card can see far into the distance, then you are likely to be already aware of the upcoming developments and obstacles and can prepare for them ahead of time. Given the image of the land and sea, the Three of Wands can sometimes point to travel, especially overseas, over a body or over a body of water. It encourages you to be adventurous and venture to unknown places to discover more about yourself and learn many new things along the way. You may also explore international job opportunities. Yeah, so that was the definition of the Three of Wands Upright and I like it. And you know, um, again, with tarot, uh, whether you know, you're reading a definition or getting an actual reading from someone, you know, take what resonates, leave what don't. And also, um, you know, if you want it to become your reality, you have to have faith and also do the work. So I'm going to go ahead and read the World Card in reverse. The reverse world card suggests that you are seeking closure on a personal issue. Perhaps you are still emotionally attached to a past relationship and want to move on, or you dream of the day you can fit into your old skinny jeans, but realize now that your metabolism and body shape changed in the last 10 years. You know deep down that to accept and embrace where you are now, you need to let go of the past and move on. Finding closure may be an intensely personal journey, something you manage through journaling, visual visualization, energy work, and therapy. The world reverse can signify that you want to fulfill a big goal or complete a big project, but you are taking all the steps necessary to get there. You may opt for the easiest or quickest path to attain your goal, but it won't lead to the outcome you intend. Climbing a mountain from the bottom up is an entirely different experience from getting into a helicopter ride to the peak, even though the destination is the same. You need to experience the trials and tribulations along the way so you can learn and grow. And when you do reach your goal, you will enjoy such a fantastic sense of achievement. Don't be afraid to set stretch goals for yourself, even if it means enduring hardships or challenges along the way. It will make the victory even sweeter. The reversed world can also indicate a time when you are close to finishing a project or goal, but for whatever reason you lose focus and slack off right at the end. You only have a short way to go, so why stop now? Re-energize and remind yourself how wonderful life will be when you get the thing you've wanted for so long. Sometimes the reversed world can mean a frustrating delay in completing your projects. You, you might miss an essential piece and you won't find closure until it gets worked out. You may need to get more creative to figure out how to touch the finish line. So yes, uh, this definitely resonated with me. And I guess I'll go ahead and get into it with turning 30 and all. Um, I definitely feel like, you know, I always feel like that. Like, you know, it's always time to leave, you know, shit in the past and all that. But I feel the way or I felt that way. Um, turning 30 and stuff. Your girls' birthday was yesterday, February 9th. Gang Gang Aquarius. Ah ah. And um it it's cool. You know, I'm a day in and, you know, I mean shit, I'm only here for a day, it's all right. But it was just really interesting because like, you know, a couple weeks ago, it was all good about a week ago. Um, I was like excited, you know, for turning 30, you know, I'm just like, yes, 30, uh, uh. like, cause I don't really have a negative view on like getting older. I think that's, you know, a great achievement, especially like living here on this ghetto ass planet. So if we can live to be as old as someone like, you know, t- Cicely Tyson, I think that's, you know, amazing. So, um, I'm really grateful to be able to see, uh, 30 years of living, um, So, yeah, I was excited. But then as I got closer and closer to 30, um, I started just really being judgmental of myself and just like beating myself up because, you know, when I was younger and I guess I still I still had lingering effects of it. But like, you know, when I was younger, I remember just setting like a timeline for my life, which I feel like most of us do, especially like women. But I feel like most of us do all together. Um, but yeah, you know, I set a timeline like by this age, this is where I'm going to be. So by this age and then by this age, you know, this is where I'm going to be. And this is how my life is going to be. And so now that I'm here at 30, I'm just like, oh, shit, like my life is completely different than what I ever imagined it would be at this age. And it's just like, even with me just saying this age, it's like I'm not even that old, like 20s. I feel like we are still children. Um, I feel like I'm finally becoming adult um like you know i woke up on my birthday and i was feeling really good like you know i did um like i said as i got closer to 2:30 i was feeling um, all those feels, and again being judgmental towards myself and then you know social media wasn't any help it felt like um everyone and their mom was fucking turning 30 um these past couple months and so and seeing like how people are celebrating and everyone else's achievements you know not knocking at all like I love that everybody you know is doing amazing things but I started taking everything personally because of the space I was in so then I was just like again beating myself with people more comparing myself my life um, to everyone else's so um, that was no bueno obviously so then that's why I ended up taking a social media break just so I can get back grounded and remember who the fuck I am because um, you, in the words of uh, Aubrey Graham aka Drake you what what he say like you knew what it was when you signed up And I mean that in a spiritual sense, like, you know, I truly do believe that, you know, we choose our lives in a way like I do believe that we decide to come here and do something on this planet. So we choose the life that's going to give us the necessary experiences to build and to become that person to do whatever it is that we want to do here. So I truly believe that. So with me knowing that and just with me and my life experiences alone, like i'm like no one else like you know we all have our own one of one one of one of a kind life so to compare to someone else and to someone else's achievements and all this stuff is a bit ridiculous so I had to freaking snap out of it and come back to reality shout out to everybody who turned 30 uh this year and these past couple months um and in 2020 um shout out to all my millennials shout out to all my Aquarians out there um yeah so that's where I was feeling um but you know I let the tears flow like you know I was sober as shit so I let the tears flow, I just felt through all the feels and then I kinda had to catch myself because when I get into those feels, it's so easy for me to get into victim mode as well because like many people, like many black women, like I've been through a lot of shit. So it's so easy for me to like, you know, complain and go to like, why is not my life here? Like, I overcame all this. Like, what else do I need to overcome? Like, when is this gonna happen? And this, this, and that. And it's like I've been here before, definitely, because like I said, I had a timeline for my life. So every couple years, I come back to this feeling. um This is definitely the last time I come to this feeling, though. But. Like, you know, I come to this this moment where I feel like, you know, I feel like I paid my dues. Like, you know, and God, creator, whoever, like, you know, you worship whoever, you know, I'm talking to, I guess. Um, I'm just like, you know, what the fuck? Like, when is this shit going to change? When is the struggle going to be over? Like, I am tired. I'm tired I'm working hard but then like you know like as I get older and reflect back on those other times when I felt like that you know I realized that had I've gotten what I was crying about like I would have fucking fumbled the bag like I would have not been able to handle what all the shit that I was crying for so then I always have to sit and think like where I'm at and be like you know am I in the space where I can handle all the shit that I'm crying for so that's like some you know self-reflecting shit that I'm still doing and stuff like that but I'm definitely I definitely got all the tears I was watching this tarot video and it was like it's time to get out of your emotions get into your bag and that's definitely the energy I woke up with um on my 30th birthday and again like I just felt good and just felt really optimistic about life I'm really excited again to see 30. I'm really grateful. And then it's just like, you know, something to know is just that the amazing, the legendary Cicely Tyson, rest in peace. um, She didn't get her first acting role until she was 30. And then most people didn't say like her big break, quote unquote, was like a film she did when she was about 50 something. So it was just like, you know, obviously, (laughs) age is really not that big of concern and I can list a whole bunch of people not off the top of my head right now um but there's so many people who literally didn't get their quote-unquote big break until they were about 30 or 30 something and um there's so many people definitely getting their breaks now in the 20s and their 20s thanks to social media but um the people I'm definitely referring to definitely like you know got their definitely 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 got their big break in their 30s and I feel like you know there's something to say to that like you know I feel like with me personally like all these lessons and things that I experienced in my 20s I can now like live the life that I truly feel like I want to live like via those lessons so now that I know what I want um in all aspects of my life I know exactly like you know what I'm going to do to achieve that like I feel like this clarity is one of a kind so I'm really truly grateful for it and I'm so excited for what this decade of my life this next decade of my life has to offer me so before I go into um the attachment styles like I was just again reflecting cuz that's me like reflecting is my fucking middle name at this point. Um, you know, just reflecting on my 20s and stuff and just thinking about all the lessons and stuff of those 20s and I was just trying to come to a conclusion of like what would be like my biggest lesson or like my biggest takeaway from my 20s. Um, and if I could go back, I guess, and tell um young man who just turned 20, uh, <laughs> was a tenderoni still a tenderoni okay um if I could go back and tell her something I think it would be that you know everything that you're looking for and everyone else like I have it within myself and what I mean by that is that like I spent a lot of my 20s like trying to maintain like friendships and like relationships And it was just, like, in the end, like, after I, like, healed from breakups, both friendships and, like, relationships, romantic relationships, situationships, like, I realized, like, that's not even what I wanted. (laughs) Like, you know, once I take off the rose-colored lens, I'm just like, oh, like, you know, (laughs) thankfully I didn't have the heart to do it because I'm just, like, so caught up, like... I don't know how to explain it but I feel like and then also within those like relationships again both platonic and romantic relationships like one thing that I tend to do and all of them is goes so hard like you can ask anyone who's my friend now who was my friend like that's one thing like no one could ever say negative about me like if I fuck with you whether you're my friend or not like I go hard for you and that's just is what it is like if I see the potential in you and what you can do because I, I feel like I can see that in anyone like you know I see I see the beauty in everyone right um but that's one thing that I feel like is kind of like um a gift of mine (laughs) and that's um that just is what it is like i do see like people's like fucking gifts i guess like the potential and i'm so good at like mapping out people like plans and stuff like i legit have friends in the past who would come to me and we would legit like map out a whole fucking business plan for them like marketing business type plans and it's just like i have no business degree no marketing degree i just know what the fuck i'm talking about and know what i'm doing so it's just like i spent years like you know doing this for different friends at different times in my lives and even like you know uh, again like romantic partners and stuff like that like that's legit what I like I enjoy doing that so then it's just like you know I'm trying to do all this for everyone else and it's just like you have the ability to do all that like you know so it's just like everything that I'm trying to seek and everyone else like trying to help have people help me do things or whatever the case may be and not knocking like you know collabing and helping or whatever I definitely welcome it but just like you know trying to force it like you know if I have a friend automatically I'm thinking like we could do this together we could work together like that's not necessary. But anyway, I think I'm going on like a little tangent right now, but that's what I feel like my takeaway is just that everything that I see in everyone else and everything that I feel that I need everyone else for, again, not knocking it. I welcome all relationships, but... Um, everything that I feel I need in, within and from everyone else like I have it within myself so I can give it to myself and I'm excited to give myself all the loving, all the, all the shits <laughs> all the bags all the whatever, everything I fucking deserve everything that I've been working so hard throughout my 20s, I can again just continue to evolve and get better so I look forward again to what this decade of my life is going to bring me I hope all that makes sense because I know I'll be going to my little tangents and stuff but um yeah yeah okay so me and my home girl tony ann hey girl she's out in texas and also y'all like i guess i could go ahead and tell y'all on here i'm gonna probably take a while before i like share it on like social media and stuff but since y'all are the real ones who fucking actually listen i'll go ahead and share it um i actually ended up relocating to houston texas what's up houston so, uh, yeah, I live in Houston, Texas now. Um, I've been here for like two, three weeks. And yeah, so um, I'm going to share definitely a lot more about the move, why I decided to leave Atlanta and all that stuff later. Because I'm going to start like doing videos and shit on YouTube. So that's going to be like a story time or something, I guess. But um, it's definitely like, you know, a story um, that I wanna share, like why I left New York for Atlanta, Atlanta for Houston, maybe even LA to fucking New York too. Like I've been everywhere. Well not everywhere, but um, yeah. So I'm in Houston and um I only say that to say like my friend, she's actually in um Texas. She's like a, a far away from me though, so I haven't seen her yet, but I'm just really excited to be here. But anyways, I was talking to my homegirl Tony Ann um and we was talking about like um relationship shit and I was like you know talking to her and she was like "Uh uh-uh girl okay hold up fuck I love language what is your attachment style and I was like girl what you talking about and she was like listen to this audiobook I'm about to send it to you right now so she sends over this audiobook and it's called attached and it's by Amir Levine and Rachel Heller so it's like a little sub title I guess and it says the new science of adult attachment and how it can help you find and keep love so off top I was just like this is some relationship shit I'm interested tell me more so then she tells me more which I'm about to tell y'all shout out to my homegirl Tony Ann Um, she sent me that um, on Audible so I was listening to it actually not like actually reading it so you can get it on Audible again it's called Attached by Amir Levine and Rachel Heller y'all gonna want to write this down because y'all gonna want to read this book or at least into it y'all gonna want to get into it okay there's your warning it's called attached by Amir Levine and Rachel Heller okay so when it comes to attachment styles they say there's about three attachment styles so that's anxious avoidant and secure okay so and you can also mix them so then I guess there'll be more than three so like maybe you can be anxious and avoidant or you know whatever the case may be but those are like the main three so one of the attachment styles is anxious and that's um, when a person is over analyzing partner signals second guessing their partner's feelings worrying about their partner's interest in a relationship so like always worrying about like if the relationship's going to end and shit like that another attachment style is avoidant so that's like a person who learns to fend for themselves and they project high self-confidence and acting unaffected if partner comes or goes the last attachment style is secure and that's a person who's comfortable with intimacy Um, they're emotionally available they develop a romantic partners relatively easy so someone who like enjoys like you know relationships i guess so with these uh relationship styles from the book it says that like we we developed them from childhood so like our relationships with our parents um so basically how they treated us um where we close, you know shit like that and then also like you know from our adult experiences especially like our young adult the early 20s them 20s (laughs) y'all i'm 30 now so but um, yeah, so from our young adult experiences, so with those experiences, they can also change or modify our um, attachment styles as well. So if you had like, you know, grew up in a really great, um, really great um, household. So with like a healthy relationship with your parents, you were able to speak your mind and all that stuff, um, you would more than likely have like a secure type of attachment style so if some you experience some some fuck shit via relationships romantic relationships during your early 20s then that can definitely make you more anxious and stuff like that so in my eyes like an ancient anxious person would be someone who basically needs to be restored um in a relationship like you know they need to know that you're into it they need to know all those things that they're worrying about um, they need to know that you know the shit's gonna be good so that's like someone who's anxious someone who probably over like ask a lot of questions um always like again just need reassur- reassurance on a relationship so someone who's avoidant I feel like I may know this one <laughs> very well via dating um so someone who's avoidant again like the definition says it's someone who can fend for themselves and all that stuff so they tend to act as if they don't need anyone because they're good regardless and all that shit they don't need anyone i-n-d-e-p-n-d-e-n-t do you know what that means so they tend to basically have time for everything else rather everything else but you so like all their time is going to like work and like family and like maybe their friends. Um, so yeah, they won't <laughs> make time for you basically. And in the book, it mentioned that like once you get to the point where you have to continue to second guess um, what something is, then that's a red flag. Like that's the basically a green light in the sense of get the fuck out of there. Like why waste your time anymore? And I don't mean like if you're in the beginning stages of a relationship and you're talking and then it starts to get serious. So then you have a conversation on, you know, are we going to make this official or what we're going to do? So I mean that if you, you know, have the you've been dating someone for a while and you've had those conversations multiple times and you still don't know what the fuck's going on. You don't know if you're dating. You don't know if you're serious. You don't know what the fuck's going on. They give you the runaround. Those are signs that that person is avoidant. Secure. So secure sounds like the ideal person. In the book they were saying is typically like the person that is like known as like the, I guess the boring type of dater but it's someone that we all aspire to fucking date and like the bad boy type of person or bad girl uh, type of person is like the avoidant person. And okay let me get in definition first. So with the secure I imagine a secure again is some, someone who actually wants to date um, if they're that's the space they're in at that point in their life they're looking not necessarily looking for a relationship but if it happens that's lit um, someone who's not afraid um, to share how they feel um, they're usually very clear um, like they let you know that they're into you they let you know what you know they expect from the relationship they let you know that they want a relationship there's literally no fucking guessing with them like they know what they want um, they're able to just love you how you want to be loved um, if you're explaining something like this is how you like it they're going to be the type of person to basically not take things personally um so like if you're dealing with things they just know how to fucking deal with people I guess um so that's how I ven- envision what these type of people are um via this book so after listening to this book and stuff I think I actually still have like a chapter left um but you know after listening and stuff I feel like that, those are great um description of those type of people Um, So after, you know, while listening, I'm also just like, what type of attachment style do I have? And, you know, when I first realized I'm not even going to hold you, like I was a little bit embarrassed. I was like, damn, am I some needy person? Um, And then, you know, at one point in the book, it was just like, you know, if you're an anxious person, which, you know, I feel like. I'm anxious when I'm with someone who's avoidant, <laughs> but I know I tend to be more anxious than any other, any other um, attachment style. So once I, you know, realized that I was like, damn, like, you know, again, feeling kind of embarrassed <laughs> that, um, like, you know, I felt like I was needy and I didn't like that so there was like one point in the book and it was just like you know it's okay to like have needs (laughs) it's okay to feel like you need something and it's not something to be embarrassed about so Yeah, that's the conclusion. But again, I feel that I'm very anxious when I'm dealing with avoidant. And then now that I'm realizing the type of person that I am, um, I, you know, was reflecting on past situations and I'm just like, yo, I dealt with a lot of avoidant people and it makes sense. Like, you know, um, in the book, it says that those are actually pretty common combinations, the avoidant with the anxious person. And that's because, like, if you dealing, if you're someone anxious dealing with someone avoidant, or vice versa, then they are going to keep you avoidant, and they are going to, and that other person is going to keep you anxious. Like, you're going to always be worrying if this person likes you and where the relationship's going. Why the avoidant is going to continue to give you a little bit, then avoid, give you a little bit, then avoid. So it makes sense um so that's why i say like i'm really anxious when i'm with someone it because i'm always worrying like where the shit's going what is this what is this so now i'm just like mm, i'm 30 now i'm not doing this shit no more so um i feel like it's time to deal with secure folks and um that's someone that's just not good that just knows what they want and it'll be clear um with their words and their actions which is uh, very important I thought that was really interesting um, like I said I'm still finishing the book but y'all should definitely check it out I'm learning so much about myself um, it's also like you know talking about like ways you can I guess improve or change your attachment style because every anything's possible like change is possible like we already know that period I don't remember exactly how to change but I just feel like you know if you're you know working on yourself or whatever blah 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 then you'll definitely grow but in terms of dating like if you're more of an anxious person I feel like a solution would be to strictly date people who are secure so you won't continue to be anxious and like I said me personally I tend to be more secure when I'm dealing with someone someone secure because I have dealt with secure people in the past and Again, like I was secure, I wasn't anxious, I wasn't worried about the relationship. I was reassured they had no problem letting me know how they felt. They had no problem doing that for me, and I don't think that's honestly too much to ask for. Like, I just feel like I need to know that you're interested in me. Like, that's just period. Like, I don't think that's too much, but um, when you're dealing with someone who's avoiding, it is. So I feel like that's going to be the solution to my problem. I wouldn't even call it a problem. I'm just gonna say that that's going to be the solution to me um being less anxious when it comes to my attachment style and in terms of just being avoidant um i feel like just gotta fucking face it a lot and just figure out how to like i guess not avoid shit like i don't know but y'all should definitely check out that book it'll uh, definitely give you more insight on these attachment styles uh, way more than what i just shared um, if you've read that book, or if you're going to read it once you do, let's talk about it. My DMs are always open. Um, follow Avocado and Honey so you can DM us um, at Avocado and Honey on all social media platforms. Y'all do know that I do make hair accessories and I now make jewelry. I sell earrings and rings um, via Shell monies. Um So that's with, um, so I make hair accessories and jewelry with cowrie shells and crystals so Go ahead and check me out at Shell Moneys on all social medias. Um, The website is www.shellmonies.store. If you're interested in my personal social media, it's at underscore Samangie. Thank y'all for tuning in. I'm back now that I got all them little 30-year-old feels out the way. I got back grounded and I will continue to do the work to stay grounded because, like I said, I'm applying all the shit that I learned in 2020 and 2021. So it's nothing but leveling up part so um thank y'all for tuning in thank y'all for being on this journey with me um, be sure to like subscribe share this episode with a friend and y'all learn your attachment style it's going to make dating so much better if i could go back to my early 20s i would like share this book with her like girl avoid a lot of shit and get it together so y'all if y'all still dating do it now and if you even if you are in a relationship i feel like this will be good information to know because like you know if you're in a relationship and you currently feel like the person's avoidant this can definitely be like a way for them to understand because sometimes we do shit subconsciously you know whether we are being anxious or avoidant or even secure like you know it's just kind of just ingrained in us because it's learned through past experience and shit like that so check out that book for sure y'all get into it again. Remember to drink your water. Let's continue to grow together. i holler at y'all.